Welcome back to the Sustainable Stories podcast. Sustainable Stories is here to bring you the stories behind sustainability in our communities. From big to small, practical to theoretical, we're exploring the people and projects that are working to make our world a more sustainable, equitable, and healthy place to live. Welcome back to the Sustainable Stories podcast. My name is Jenna Inglot, and I will be your host for today's episode. I have with me today Haley Carlson and Mike Nemeth, who are both board members with the SES Solar Co-op in Saskatoon. And I'm really excited to chat about the Solar Co-op. I'm aware of it and familiar with it, um, but I know many of our listeners are not, and many folks um, across the province are not. And so I'm excited to share um, with you all today a little bit about that. Um, But also Haley and Mike are both active, avid folks within the broader sustainability world, sustainability field um, in Saskatchewan. So welcome, Haley and Mike. Thanks for being here today. Thanks Thanks for having us, Jenna. No problem. Yeah. So just to start us off, and I think we'll we'll start with um, Haley and then we'll jump to you, Mike. Um, Just to start us off, Haley, if you don't mind sharing just a little bit about yourself, um, who you are and what you do, and kind of what led you to your work with the SES Solar Co-op. Sure. I I don't know how far back you want me to go, but I guess I originally started getting like interested in environmental issues when I was 15. I had a science teacher who used to sort of read uh, headline stories about an oil spill or other sort of environmental disasters. And, um, and I just felt really frustrated that it seemed like we weren't doing a lot about it as a society. So that's really guided um, my educational pursuits since then and my professional pursuits. Um, so right now I'm, I'm on the board of directors for the this SES Solar Co-op. I'm, I'm chairing the um, Participation and Learning Committee, which does a lot of sort of our promotional work and our communications work with our membership and with potential members and the public. Um, I'm also the president of the Saskatchewan Environmental Society board. Um, I volunteer, I have in the past a lot more. Currently, I'm taking a bit of a hiatus um, from uh, working with Climate Justice Saskatoon um, in the in the Saskatoon community. And my day job is working for the Global Institute for Water Security. So I study a lot of issues around uh, climate change impacts on our water systems in uh, Western Canada, particularly. Yes, it looks quite quite amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like both of you, like I say, having both of you on this episode at the same time, there's just, we're going to have to bring you back, I feel like, (laughs) because there's lots of things we could probably dive into. Um, But yeah, thank you, Haley. That's great. Um, Mike, how about yourself, if you can share with us a little bit about who you are and and the work that you do? I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, My company's Bright Buildings, and we do energy modeling and solar design for for various types of buildings. Um, And so we've been involved in, I've been involved in solar uh, for quite a a while now and and, uh, always been interested in renewables and uh, wanting to work towards uh, a carbon uh, neutral, a carbon regenerative society, hopefully. and and find the, the right ways to do that, the most economic ways, and uh, you know, and, and use the right technologies and apply them. Uh, so the solar co-op and and not just technologies, but uh, financial 
mechanisms uh, like this, like the solar co-op, where we can pool resources and um, and, and put these uh, put these projects together um, from from what we can. And uh, you know, we I've been involved in a couple other initiatives for uh, for sort of collective energy projects. And uh, so, and the solar co-op has has done very well. And and uh, I suppose uh, I, I participated in the original crowdfunding campaign. Uh, I have share number one, and uh, and then from there, you know, now we have over a thousand shares uh, sold. And I'm the vice president currently uh, on the board of directors, and it's a great organization. We just uh, you know, uh, fueled by our members' enthusiasm and and our and our, we want to build projects. We want to build solar. We want to make uh, the green economy happen and the circular economy uh, produce what what we need to, to live here sustainably. Awesome, thanks, Mike. I yeah, I'll, I'll kind of jump in. I have some questions about the solar co-op itself, but yeah, just um, speaking to what you had said about, you know, not just the, um, the technology or the approaches to um, the technology side of, of energy, but the, the ownership structures and how we, how we create this future. Like there's so much, I mean, we kind of get caught up on, on just, you know, getting things built, which is important, but having people um and and having things be people powered and 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 kind of community organized and community owned um at least when i think about the future of energy and renewables that's something that i think about a lot is is the structures in which we have these projects and and own these projects and and where the ultimate benefit lies beyond just the benefit of producing renewable energy so um love this this is great um so maybe I'll just I'll ask you this question, Mike. How many, I guess, for our listeners, some folks are going to know a lot about energy and some aren't. So um, maybe share with us a bit about how many solar projects the SES Solar Co-op has completed and what that equates to in terms of total number of, of kilowatt hours installed. Or yeah, just share with us a bit about um, number of projects and maybe where they're located and, and that kind of stuff. We have seven projects. Uh, we have uh, most of those. Uh, those first six projects were um, between, I think, uh, thirty and forty kilowatts uh, on average. So they're a little smaller. They fit on a typical business rooftop. Uh, the very first project that got built was uh, at the two twenty building. Uh, so with, with shift development. So that was really great to have that partner right off the bat. And and at the same time, we were working with the project uh, with uh, at the fill gas generating station. Uh, so this, with the city of Saskatoon for the solar demonstration project. So there also uh, there's some different tracking systems. Uh, the SAS Polytech had some some work there. Some research was being done on a multi-axis tracker. So some really interesting things happening uh, with solar. That was back in 2015, 2016. And then, uh, so then first, those were the first two. And then we had Montgomery agencies, uh, the Haskap project. And uh, now was it, I think it was renewable rise right after that. And uh, so that's here at Radiance co-housing where, where I live. 
And so, so that's, uh, that was part of offsetting the power required for renew for renewable rides, which was, uh, electric vehicles that uh, SES brought in, uh, did a great program to get five electric vehicles on the fleet of the Saskatoon car share co-op. And yeah, uh, the pilot has ended and, um, but we've got our car still and we, we love it. We drive it all the time. And, and you can see the community is driving it, uh, gets their car share membership. So it's nice to see uh, the solar powered transportation. Um, and then with uh, uh, Wolf Willow uh, on, on Wolf Willow co-housing, we had uh, solar installed there to offset their common electrical requirements. Um, on their rooftop, uh, solar installed on the rooftop. Uh, Nest Creek, Nest Creek has a very nice solar array, uh, uh, 40 kilowatts, I believe. If you've been there, uh, if, you've, if we get to go back uh, soon, uh, you know, I think we'll be able to do that, uh, go back to another Nest Creek festival, uh, to have a look at those panels. Those are the SES solar co-op um, panels that are offsetting the electrical load for the festival and for a lot of the uses, uh, electrical uses of the facility. But of course our biggest project uh, was completed last year and that was a thousand solar panels. It's a much it's order of magnitude bigger than our previous projects. Um, 400 kilowatts at, uh, at CNH Industrial, uh, Case New Holland in the north end uh, there at 71st Street. So you can drive along and see the thousand solar panels lined up. Um, uh, it's quite impressive. Uh, we've got, <laughs> got some interesting things. We've got, we're going to get some drone footage and uh, uh, talking about even what could we plant under there <laughs> instead of having to cut the weeds. Yeah, that's awesome. I love I love kind of watching that project evolve. Um, it's kind of on the way I guide myself out of the city when I'm leaving the city and um, kind of getting to watch it, you know, racking go up first and then all of the solar panels. Um, yeah, super cool that it's right along um, a major or main um, uh, road in Saskatoon. So folks can drive by and visually see, because I think it's easy verbally for us to say, oh, a thousand solar panels but for most folks that there's not really a clear um visual of what a thousand panels looks like and so um i love that project in terms of being a visual representation of of just how many solar panels there is and what space it takes and all that kind of stuff so i look forward to yeah checking it out once you guys have some things planted and and all of that that's yeah really cool stuff too um so yeah thanks for sharing that mike um haley can you chat a bit about, um, and I know there's still a lot, of, I mean, cooperatives are a huge part of what makes up Saskatchewan, um, but it's still something that I feel like a lot of folks, and I know a lot of our listeners are are curious about, but don't know a lot about or how they might get involved in something like the SDS Solar Co-op. So if you could share with us a little bit about the structure of the co-op and, and sort of that the share process and how someone might um, be a member. Sure. Um, and this connects a lot back to what you were saying before, um, um, Jenna, and, and also Mike on sort of people-powered um, building capacity sort of from the community up. Um, so our, our business model really, from, from my mind, removes a lot of barriers that might exist to a, an individual actually getting um, solar on their 
personal property, like people may be renting. Sometimes it, you know, there's a, a significant capital investment that needs to take place upfront to be able to get that installed and actually get sort of the payback over time. So our, our cooperative removes some of those barriers in the sense, well, it offers a different way to access um, the ability to, to benefit from renewable energy. Um, it, you, you purchase a, pay, a share or, or multiple shares as a, as a member, um, and that, that allows you uh, to sort of crowd, join this other group of people who are crowdsourcing this funding to make these installations and produce these projects that Mike was just talking about. So um, as a member, you also get uh, a vote, of course, in, in the, the process as we, we go along and make different decisions about how we're going to run our organization and what kinds of things we're going to be investing in going forward. Um, our, our model is, is built around the principles of democracy in the sense that you have, if you're a member, you get one vote. So it's not tied to the amount of, of shares you have. Um, and, uh, we're also entirely volunteer run. Like, it's actually amazing when you think about the amount of <laughs> work and, and tangible deliverables that have been produced, um, from the cooperative since, uh, 2014, 2014, um, when you think when you realize and sit down that our board is entirely volunteers, like they just do this off, off the, you know, after, after work has ended for the day. Um, and so it's, it's really, really people powered in, in that sense. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I was also going to say, um, one of the things that really attracted me to the, this model of, of a way to get involved in, in sort of the solar community at the beginning was there's also a lot of um, concern sometimes when you you speak to people about where, you know, where are the panels being sourced? Like, is there sort of human rights uh, issues going on or are there environmental issues going on? And how is that, um, how is this industry contributing to some of the problems that it was sort of set up to address in the first place? Um, and the the solar cooperative really took that um, seriously in the beginning. And they, they do try to source the most sustainable panels um, using the solar scorecard, which is a basically a ranking of different manufacturers um, coming out of California, I believe in the in the United States. and and they um, allow us to source panels that are respecting human rights and are respecting um, environmental sustainability sustainability in different parts of the world. So to me, that that's all um, what the this cooperative is about is is sort of those principles of democracy, community, people powered, and also, um, the environment, respecting environmental sustainability. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that Haley. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. And I think it's one of those things that I've, I've said this a few times, not just on this podcast, but in my day-to-day -day life, like I think, you know, the renewable energy industry world, um, you know, has this really cool opportunity to do things differently. Um, but that being said, it is still an industry and we're still producing energy and it still takes resources and uses things. So how we go about doing it is still really important. Just doing renewable energy doesn't necessarily, um, it's, it's no silver bullet by any means, right? So it's, I, I love that that's a part of the, the SES solar co-op model is to think about things differently and to structure the ownership differently um, and thinking about sourcing and where things come from and who's involved in that and and those pieces I think um, yeah it's really important and I'm, I'm glad that that's a piece of what you guys are doing so that's awesome so I I wanted to make sure 
our, our listeners kind of have a bit of information maybe about what's, I know you guys can't necessarily share if there's like an ongoing RFP or anything like that, but, um, uh, and this is for maybe Mike, if, if you want to answer first, but, um, is there upcoming, like, is there some upcoming like installations you guys are excited about, or is there, is there currently share offering? I know that's something in the past where, um, you know, there isn't always shares available, but just for our listeners to know, um, you know, how and when might they be able to participate in that way? Sure. Um, we just uh, had a quite a large share offering uh, wrap up here. Uh, there were, yeah, 750 shares to sell at, at $950 each. We managed to, to sell them all sell them all and we're very happy that we uh, succeeded at that because that allowed us to to pay for the cnh project and and also we have a bit left over for another small project so we are looking for the right place to spend that money um we know we need we it's it's got solar panels written on it you know it's it, that's that's what our jobs are now at with the solar co-op it's it's great to you know we got to build solar now. We just got to find the right spot. And um, so we, we were, were looking at a few spots, but we're, we're also entertaining other options. Uh, we've been talking about um, uh, thin film. We found a supplier for thin film solar, which could have a tenth of the embodied carbon of silicon panels and, and be made, um, well, perhaps get around some of the supply chain challenges that are we're experiencing and and that they are less than one pound per square foot in which case that they may f- go on buildings that we have look, overlooked in the past you know so they um uh, for, for, for example farm buildings uh pre-engineered structures that uh are at their weight requirements uh, or at their weight maximum um less than a pound per square foot we may be able to you know we may be able to fit that in uh you know and and so there's these new technologies and we want to see if we can uh get them to work here as well we have their 25 year warranty down to work down to minus 40 and uh maybe we can have they peel and stick (laughs) just stick them on whatever you want so um so that's what we're looking at one option there um that's uh, Sunflare, and uh, but you know, so that could that could open up some options for projects, and it could. Uh, but we're also looking at maybe modular solar, where we could build a structure that uh, is is prefabricated in a in a facility here in Saskatoon with with the solar panels, and if it's a thin film, then it's even easier, even lighter. And just having a structure that we can take out, plug and play in at a site that has a load, and uh, we, we need to uh, ramp this process up for solar. And and you know when we look at other solar cooperatives and uh, energy cooperatives throughout Canada, uh, some of them are investing in energy retrofit projects for for energy efficiency on buildings and insulation and windows and heat pumps. So that's there's a lot of options that we could be getting into, and we can be, you know, we're we're intending to uh, issue a dividend this uh, this fall, 
And that's exciting. And we, we should be able to continue that going forward with the revenues that we now have uh, coming in continuously from those seven projects. I can talk about the lease structure, how that works, but uh, perhaps later on. Uh, but, you know, that's that's where we're at now. And we've, uh, we're have we over a million dollars in assets and uh, we can just balloon from here. Uh, we've got a great structure and uh, uh, we, we'd love to, to hear people's project ideas. And uh, we can we think we can achieve some very high rates of return for our members and, and continue to, to pay increasing dividends. Hey, that's super exciting. Um, I love, yeah, I love that, um, you know, you guys are, you know, you're, you're doing, okay, first of all, so, so neat that it's still so board driven, like volunteer driven. Um, so just for our listeners, I was involved in the SES Solar Co-op uh, almost three years ago now. And at that time, um, it was just incredible the amount of work that the board members were doing, um, you know, thinking about things that, you know, are typically a big part of someone's job, like running um, requests for proposals and reviewing proposals as they come in and then working on contracts and doing all of these big things that were 100% um, volunteer run. So that's incredible. And, and kudos to all of you, because I know it is a ton of work. So that's amazing. Um, but also really exciting. And, and, and congratulations, um, you know, at being at the point where, you know, being able to offer some dividends back to back to the membership, and then having the, I guess, you know, courage and also knowledge uh to to look at some different alternatives and opportunities in terms of technology stuff too right like kind of being at that leading edge or cutting edge of of things as they come out i think that again you know you guys being kind of leaders in this space within the province um trying some of those things out and and being an opportunity to show and highlight that they work too which is amazing so that's awesome um, I was curious, Mike, you, you mentioned, um, you mentioned chatting about the, the lease process and I, and we don't need to get super bogged down in the details. Cause I know, um, lots of folks, you know, this, this may not be their area of interest, but I think it still is important to kind of share what that structure looks like, um, in a way that, you know, people will understand. Cause I think there is still some questions from folks. And I know sometimes I get the odd question, um, about how the, the system works, like how, how you guys set it up and then how, um, members are involved in that process. Um, so yeah, if you, if you're able to share a little bit about, um, you know, kind of the structure of the projects and the leasing system and, and how it all works, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, essentially we have, uh, throughout the last few years since the, well, since we, uh, took the first, uh, uh, crowdsourcing uh, campaign there, and uh, we raised uh, 100,000 in that campaign uh, between what we had received from Affinity Credit Union and, and through uh, uh, memberships that were purchased. And uh, yeah, that went, in, went into our first project. So by we are a registered, we are, uh, we are incorporated, uh, cooperative in the province of Saskatchewan, and there's an act that guides 
what we what we need to do there. And there's uh, we have bylaws, and we're actually in the process of formalizing a number of our policies, and uh, so that we can make it easier for people to find uh, new members that want to join and see what what we're doing. Uh, you know, we've got this Google Drive that we're all collectively uh, working on these policies. So it's it's great. Uh, and so it's an evolving it's an evolving group. Uh, you know, it, it, and it was at first. You know, just get these things built and now let's let's see what else we can do kind of thing but um the structure how it works with um i mean that just has continued we'd have done several share offerings they are all in the they're all approved or not approved but uh, they are reviewed and uh permitted by the financial and consumer affairs authority of saskatchewan uh, FCAA uh, is essentially the Securities Commission in Saskatchewan. And so we, for the number of members that we have, uh, we have 251, I believe. So over 100, we uh, we need to have this permit, per- permitted through that organization. And, uh, you know, we've got, uh, that can sometimes be, uh, well, there's there's a lot of back and forth to get that process through but we can we can usually get that uh going and uh you know we can demonstrate that we are uh, that we are you know we're going to we and we have demonstrated that we raise the, these funds and we put them into solar panels and so that's essentially what our share offering document says when we do share offerings we can't sell shares uh unless we have a share offering so there's certain timelines that we have for that um, except if people have sold shares back uh, to the cooperative and uh, in which case then we might have a few around uh, in between share offerings to sell someone so there's a class a voting share and a, and a class b uh, uh, membership uh, share essentially you have one class a share per person and you like we talked about that already. And then you have as many class B shares as you like, and that enti- entitles you to that number of dividends or uh, the, the class B shares are $950 and we're intending to maintain that value. We uh, our, our assets are depreciated. And so every year we, we are intending to replace those depreciated assets through new projects being built. Uh, and, and of course, all of the projects are being maintained and they have warranties and are insured. So um, we have productive assets that we are intending to continue to grow. And, and that allows us to pay this dividend uh, that we've now reached. We haven't had a chance to pay the dividend because of how our retained earnings uh, ended up being negative for our first number of years, uh, being that this depreciation, amortization of the asset uh, might be a good thing in most books. <laughs> you know, you want to write that down, but for us, it uh, meant that our it, it showed a, a loss those years, and and so that's that's how, how that's worked. Now we're now up above zero, and uh, and going forward, we're going to have uh, intend intend to have a dividend um, going forward. So that's going to be paid probably through uh, we're thinking an interact e transfer. Uh, but you know we'll be able to get people to to log in and and um, we've got a new website coming. <laughs> I shouldn't steal Haley's thunder on that, but um, 
but yeah, we, we've got some some ways that we'll be able to uh, to pay that out. So that's that's yeah, that's the individuals, I guess. But then I guess I should talk about the projects themselves. So like uh, we have we invite hosts, project um, owners, building owners, or property owners to host solar panels, uh, and generally we it's been the the owner offers the rooftop for free and they now have their power bill offset by these solar panels and it could be up to 100% or close to uh it ranges depending on the project and a certain amount of offset uh you know means that they're not using more emitting carbon emitting uh fossil fuel generating power they are uh, they're offsetting it with much lower carbon emitting power, I suppose, uh, carbon, it's not directly emitting, not no uh, primary emissions there. But, um, all right, that's probably not the right word. But point is that what we can do is we can reduce these emissions and we, we lease the solar panels to the building owner. This is the, the legal arrangement that we make and it's a 25 year lease and Essentially, they don't pay any more than they would pay right now uh, for for power, and uh, they they pay that lease uh, to the solar co-op uh, quarterly, and are and we're able to to use those funds to make sure we cover our expenses and and also to to see this this uh, this dividend essentially from the power generation that we can give to our members. So the idea is to uh, to actually have a good business model and, and not just to build solar panels for fun. It's it's uh, it's, it's fun. I t- I'll tell you, but it's also about trying to kickstart the green economy and give people uh, real jobs and meaningful jobs that uh, and 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 uh, you know get this supply chain set up you know and get the the know how uh, arranged uh, you know so we can we can actually reach net zero and beyond. We need to go even much further, in fact. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Mike. Um, Yeah, I think it's interesting for folks to understand a little bit about that, that process and and how it works and especially that you know that leasing structure and and for building owners to kind of have that knowledge um so yeah so thanks for sharing that and i think um you know as things move forward as well hopefully this you know that this model continues because i think you mentioned this early on Haley, but um you know making sure that participation in renewable energy and ownership of renewable energy um is accessible, right? Because a lot of folks aren't going to be able to, or maybe they don't own their homes um, or, or live in an apartment or things like that. And even for those who do, um, you know, that initial cost is still, it's still a burden for a lot of folks. And so being able to participate in a way that is um, meaningful. And, and as you said, Mike, still has a really good business model and, and an opportunity um, for a return, uh, but is more accessible to to folks who may not otherwise be able to purchase an entire solar system for their own home or their own property. So um, yeah, that's really cool. 
Um, Haley, just as a way to to wrap things up, um, I want to make sure folks are left with a way to learn more and kind of engage with the work and the projects that you guys are doing. And it sounds like you have a new website coming. So um, if you want to share a bit about how, you know, how listeners can learn a bit more about the Solar Co-op and where they can go um, to, to reach you guys. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, we we get a lot of sort of inquiries about different things to our, our main email address, which is hello at sessolarcoop.ca. So feel free to reach out and um, and send us any any questions you have. As Mike said, um, we do have certain timelines to follow around um, share offerings, but we do have a prospective members list. So we send out um, mail outs to people so they can be informed right away if if there is a share offering and they are interested in purchasing. Um, we're currently actually seeking uh, additional board members for the upcom- for some upcoming terms. Um, our AGM will be this fall, and uh, we're going to have three director vacancies. So um, if people are interested in becoming board members, um, you do have to be a solar co-op member, but please reach out to us if you do have interest because we'll we can uh, maybe make some arrangements there where we can get things. Uh, uh, in place and set up for you to become a director. Um, we also have social media on on Facebook, Instagram, and, and LinkedIn. Um, our current website is sessolarcoop.ca, and you can find a lot of information about our projects on there, sort of frequently asked questions. Um, we also update that to show if we have share offerings available. But um, as Mike said, we're getting kind of set up to launch a new website this fall, um, which will end actually a new sort of mail out database um, thing that our members can hopefully interact with. Um, and I believe our AGM and Mike, you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but I think our AGM is open to non-members as well. So if you're just interested in sort of popping in and hearing more about us and you there sort of isn't an opportunity to become a member at this exact moment in time, feel free to come to our AGM this fall. That might be a good chance to to get a sense of what we're all about. Awesome. That's good to know. I'll I'll be sure to share that um, in the show notes as well, Haley, if if folks are interested that there's an opportunity to just go and listen in and learn. and I just want to say for listeners to, um, you know, as someone who who works in in the solar and, and renewable energy industry, the experience that you will get working on the SES Solar Co-op board is huge. Like it's not the kind of experience that um, you often get. I feel in a in a board setting, like there's lots of there's lots of technical and policy and legal things that you'll get to learn about um, that for anybody who's interested in in kind of a, a future career or moving forward in, um, you know, the renewable energy space, there's huge learnings that come from that kind of an opportunity. So I'll just leave that plug at that. But um, you guys are such an awesome group of people and hardworking and there's so much work being done. Um, but also for anyone wanting to join, uh, it's it's a great experience as well. So um Thank you so much, Haley and Mike, for taking the time to to chat with me today and to share with our listeners a little bit more about the Solar Co-op. And I'm very excited to follow along as your your future share offerings come up and future installs are done. And um, yeah, it's just an exciting time to to be following along and all the great work that you're doing. So thanks for, yeah, thanks for taking the time today. Thanks so much, Jenna. Wonderful. Take care. Thank 
you for tuning into this week's episode of the Sustainable Stories podcast. This podcast is hosted by myself, Jenna Inglot, as well as Roxanne Wagner from Sage Sustainable Solutions Consulting. For a full list of episodes, as well as more information about Sage, check us out online at sagesustainable.com. And as always, we welcome your feedback, thoughts, and suggestions. Catch you next time.